everybody. It's Katie from the Awkward Mom Podcast. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. This season is was very... This Christmas, for some reason, was very stressful. But honestly, when the day was happening yesterday, it felt great. Like, the girls were happy. Like, that was my biggest concern. And all of that... It's all done. Everybody was happy. Spending time with my dad was great. And Jordan's family. That was so much fun. And... Um, I'm just really happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. So, I'm already recording. It's crazy. I just posted my last episode. And now I'm already recording my next. Because I feel inspired to continue to keeping up with it. I go through these, like, I go through these, like, cycles where I'm like, yeah, let's do... You know, let's keep up with my accounts and, like, make a podcast, make episodes. And then I just get to the point where I'm like, eh, I don't feel like talking or, it's, or emoting or expressing. I don't, I don't know. But I feel good. And I, I, when I feel good, I like to talk. So this is, like, when I should be recording. So I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday I hope you were able to see friends virtually. If you did see family, I hope everybody's happy and healthy. Um, If you guys are giving gifts, I hope you got everything that you wanted. If you're not, keeping it about the 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 quote-unquote true meaning of Christmas. I hope that was good for you. Whatever. And uh, the New Year's, I'm happy too because we have another week of break until school starts again. And now that the stress of buying stuff is over, I can now sit back and really enjoy this last week and do what I want to do. I got Animal Crossing, which Gina, I don't know if you have a Switch. Dan, you would probably get a kick out of it too. But you should buy one and buy Animal Crossing because I think you guys would like it. Um, so yeah, well, uh, that's it for the intro, even though it wasn't much of an intro. So it's so funny how things work out. I am clear, I'm very big into the thought, like, law of attraction stuff. I really do believe that it works. I know I've talked about this a lot. And I'm not even talking about, like, the secret type. Like, I used to really love that book and that movie. And then it's funny because my friend Michelle and I all joke about it. And, like, there's a scene in the movie. And it's really bad. I've talked about it. The movie's really bad. It's like watching, like, a a high school. Like, something, like, they would wheel in the the VCR on a cart. Like, it's like that type of movie. That's the vibe I get. That's the aesthetic. The aesthetic, But it's funny because my friend Michelle and I all joke about there's a scene in there. And this guy's like... And it even says it in the book too. But... Um, and, and honestly, like, in the book, I you know, in Goodreads, if you read the reviews, this is the reason why this book gets bad reviews. Because in the movie, they're like... In the movie, this guy's like, 
Um, so yeah, you're manifesting everything. And you might be thinking to yourself, like, or you got in a car accident and you might be thinking to yourself, I didn't really just bring this on myself, did I? And he's like, I'm just going to get a little crazy here and just say, yes, you did. And it's funny because Michelle and I joke about it and we're like, I'm going to get a little in your face, but yes, you fucking did. You wanted that car accident to happen. You wanted it. It's just funny because it's like so dumb, but I do believe in your thoughts are absolutely key to the things you bring about in your life. Absolutely. 110%. Like, so one of the things I've started doing is, is like, not even just the secret book, but other like people who talk about law of attraction and manifesting shit and like, whatever. Like, they're like, if you think about what you don't have, you just continue to continue to attract more of that thing or that of which is negative. I do believe in frequencies. I do believe in like energy vibrations. I do believe that because when you break things down into matter and mass and all that other, it, when you break, break things down like that, it just, to me, it just makes sense to me. So I do believe that when you're on a certain vibe, like if you ever walked into a room, okay, and maybe somebody you're not really friendly with is there and you know that person's going to be there or something or somebody you don't really care for, you know that person's going to be there and you just are not here for it and maybe they're not really friendly with you and you walk in the room and it's like a weird vibe or like, or like, I don't know, just being uncomfortable and uncomfortable, unspoken vibe in a room of people you feel uncomfortable nobody's said anything nobody's physically done anything to you but without words you are able to feel feelings from other people and so where does that come from right like if you've never had an interaction with somebody but like or like not even in a negative way like in a good way you meet somebody for the first time you're in a, at a party or in, in, at your work and you just started a new job or something and you meet your coworkers at, in a meeting or so, who, whatever and you get together and you're like, I like this person. I like, I like this person. Or you get a good vibe about like, I like where I'm at right now or I like, I like the place I'm at. That comes from something, something molecular, like something is going on there. So I definitely believe that when you're thinking, you're attracting that same energy. You're attracting those same vibrations. So one of the things I, I'm starting to do is, like, I'm not looking at what I, what I don't have any longer. I'm not looking at how I am not acting. I am not looking at the way I am not. I am not looking at what I lack. I'm looking at, and this probably goes hand in hand with the gratitude thing, of what I am abundant in. What do I have more of? What do I actually have instead of what I have not? And it seems like, so this 
you know, this Christmas is hard for me. Like, it's the first time in my life working that I've ever been, like, financially, like, oh, shit, I gotta, like, figure something out. I talked to you guys about that in the last episode where I'm, like, looking for other jobs because things have been, you know, whatever. And so all this last week, while I was, the this past week, um, I am, like... That was the sound of my dinner, like tacos and burritos falling on the floor of my car. So I hope that's not, that's going to be disgusting when I open that bag. But, like, instead of looking at, like, dude, I freaking, I'm freaking out. Like, and it takes a lot for me to freak out. Like, I'm always, I feel like, I feel like I try to hold it down for the family. Like, especially with Jordan, like, he tends to get stressed out about things money wise and like you can just tell like it makes which obviously like this year is not routine it's totally different and so I feel like it is my job to like dude don't freak out about that like my my thing to him is is like dude if I'm worried then you can start worrying but like but then I don't want to worry because I'm like if I start worrying I tell myself then we're in a big trouble but um so this year, even though I haven't completely worried, but I've still been stressed, um, I, that's the first time I've ever, this is the first time I've ever felt worried about finances and stuff like that. So this week I'm like, okay, yes, this is how things are. So, so like being a realist, this is the way it is. You can't might be able to change it but if this is the current state of this situation you're in right now but I'm like man you know like I've got clients on Saturday like dude I'm gonna make so much money I'm gonna make so much money on Saturday like I always money money always finds a way to me like I might have nothing one day but I always end up making money and uh, that's what I'm thinking to myself and sure enough today at work I made quite a bit of money today in just one day and uh that was amazing so now I'm I'm just focusing on and on the fact that I make a lot of money and I make a lot of money in one day and I I'm financially abundant and I am I'm I'm secure I am set and I'm telling you also another thing that I've started to do, especially when I have anxiety, uh, is I am starting to say, like, like, I will say things to myself when I start to feel anxious. Like, when I feel myself going down a road that leads to, um, like, negative self-talk, I guess... I, I instantly nip it in the bud by saying things like, dude, I am so loved. I love my family. My girls love me. I love, I love, you know, I, I'm a good mother. I, I'm financially successful. I am, you know, I am. And I affirm it to myself. And it really does work, I'm telling you. Like, and you don't have to just pull random things out of the air. But, like, if you're feeling anxious about something specific, if you can kind of say the opposite to yourself and uh, say those things, affirm those things to you, 
Because it really does, like, I'm learning that it really does help. Like, they say, if you smile, you trick yourself into thinking you're happy because it's the muscles that trigger your brain to think that you're in a good mood and you're smiling. And uh, it's kind of the same thing. Now, with all this being said, I definitely am 110% here for saying that it is vital to be sad. It is vital to be angry. It is vital to be upset. I don't like, you know, I've been very, like, choosy with certain self-help things now compared to what I used to listen to. Because if you if you are into that genre of like reading or whatever, there are books that are very valuable. But it takes reading the shitty books to see what is a gimmick and what is like genuinely helpful. And it is not to me. It is not genuinely helpful to mask feelings that make us uncomfortable. Um, I think it's important like it takes a lot for me to cry about something but I notice that when when I actually do break down and cry about something I'm really upset because I haven't physically shown myself to be upset in a long time so then after I've cried about whatever thing it is then I feel like an entire weight is lifted off my shoulders and um I, it's important to experience these painful feelings. Not only is it because it's healthy to do and you are, you know, you have these feelings for a reason. You're not broken. Being upset or sad or down, um, that's not something that means there's a flaw in you that means you're functioning properly because you shouldn't be you can't be happy all the time you shouldn't be happy all the time if you're happy most of the time that's awesome and that's wonderful but it is definitely okay to not be happy and it's definitely okay I'm starting to try to learn to like if I physically you know I will guilt myself and I will feel guilty about not being able to, like, clean up around the house. Like, I will literally make myself feel like shit about a messy house. Even though I'm not backing out, zooming out and looking at it like I have four kids and I'm working, albeit part-time, but I'm still working. I'm going to school, trying to gain a certificate. I am, I have, you know, all these pets in the house. It's like, hey, Arnold. And I am also trying to work out and stay healthy and, you know, visit with my dad, help other people outside of work, not even just working at work, but also outside of work during hair at home. So that means working your schedule around that. And then homeschooling, like, I'm not seeing all of this. Or even sometimes, I don't know if you guys do this, but you might say, I'm doing this, 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 but that's not really anything. 
And so you still can't give yourself the benefit of the doubt to rest. My friend Michelle, she's very inspiring. And she, like, has, she, like, is so cool. She's going to this, I don't know, like, this, um, this, like, I don't know what you would call it. It's called, I think it's the Clutch University. I'm going to butcher it. She listens to this podcast um, on fuck your brain which has helped me out a lot as well so I recommend it because she recommended it and it hits different like there's a lot of things that Kara Lowenthal talks about the host that you normally wouldn't think about and then she poses it in different ways so anyway anyway my friend Michelle is going to this like university which is badass because she's gonna she's going to rock this I'm telling you like she is like she's on it she's gonna kill this thing but um she was used she like okay she would talk to me about like dude you can rest you can you don't have to be doing things to earn the moment to rest you can sit down and watch your favorite tv show or like play with the kids or just mindlessly scroll whatever you don't have to be fucking productive and on 24 7 and what like you can't do that and I don't really and honestly now that I'm talking about this and thinking about it do you really even like like your desktop computer can't even function that way eventually like it needs to be shut off or at least restarted it needs to boot down or like power down just like your cell phone like nothing can work endlessly I mean I don't really I don't really know anything that just continually works and doesn't burn out at eventually. Um, although we do never stop breathing, but we do have to sleep and when we miss out on sleep, we aren't performing at our best. So we kind of are screwing our bodies up when we don't get adequate rest, which that is my 2021 goal of the year is to get more sleep like I do not get a lot of sleep especially during this break I'm staying up to like three four and then five in the morning especially on Christmas Eve when I had to wrap gifts I was up till five in the morning and I still wrapped gifts earlier that day and I was still up till five in the morning but actually I was watching hot ones so that contributed to staying up till five in the morning because I think I was done wrapping gifts by two and if you haven't, if you don't watch Hot Ones on First We Feast on YouTube with Sean Evans, who is from Evanston, I think, you need to watch it. It is the best show ever. Your best uh, Hot Ones are going to be Coolio, uh, T-Pain, both of them, uh, Nick Kroll is pretty good, uh, Eric Andre, the first one, uh, damn it, Tom Segura, uh, Kiki Palmer, Taraji P. Henson, and there's somebody else. Shaq, mm, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that was good. Gordon Ramsay, that one was a good one. Philip DeFranco, just because I watch his show and I really love the guy because he reports good news and he just seems like a, a nice person. I'm trying to think of 
other there is uh if you're I don't I don't dislike her or anything or overly like her like she's cool but uh the girl from Parks and Rec Aubrey Plaza <clears throat> there's a band I forget the name of it but the guy from Interpol has a band with this other guy and it's really cool because I like Interpol oh uh, Thundercat that's another good one and I'm now at the ATM and I forgot what I was talking about so I'm just going to end this segment here but uh, moral of the story is um, give yourself a break also check out hot ones I had a very productive day today my house was seriously trashed after Christmas the girls got a lot of stuff which you know it's funny because like it's easy to stress out about how messy like my house is and stuff like that but I tried something I was thinking about today was like just be grateful that you have that mess because it means that you've been provided for like your kids and whatever I just missed my turn <clears throat> I'm going to Walmart to make waste beads if you're not sure what that is it's like an African jewelry it kind of is like a belly chain it goes around your belly and you can wear multiple ones and they're really cute and the purpose is well the, I should say the purpose people are using them for that they're trending now is for weight loss so like you put them on you tie them on and if they roll up you're gaining weight if they if they roll down you know you're losing weight obviously and the thing is is it's supposed to keep you from worrying about that like arbitrary number on the scale like you don't have to keep checking in you can kind of just you can just kind of feel how your body is working just by these beads which is cool because it i think it let it lends to be a little bit more intuitive and present with what's going on inside of yourself as opposed to reaching out for other entities to tell you whether you're doing health, healthy things or not like this is still a tool like that but it's just relies on your body mostly to tell you that so that's what I'm doing okay and then um so there's this website I I get these targeted ads like from Instagram and one because I've been contemplating on buying some and uh, my cousin she even has some and she looks super cute and I'm like how do you like them what do you think she's like I love it so um so I mulled it over for a long time and then Facebook you know must know that I forgot about it and targeted me an ad and uh, so I'm like man yeah like I want one of these but then I went to go add it to the cart and if you know what check beads are because I used to do beading work and jewelry and um, they're these little teeny tiny beads um, they might be Delica beads actually which are little glass like donut shaped beads you would know it if you googled it but um so i'm like okay the they're these kind of beads okay what kind of string 
they wanted $15 plus I'm sure shipping for one string of beads. Now there's two methods you can do with these beads. You can either buy a string of beads and tie it on and then cut, you slide the rest of the beads off and you cut it so it fits you, which to me is, seems wasteful. Like if I'm going to spend $15 on a string of beads and a string, I'm not trying to lose any of those beads. Or you can buy a clasp version, but you're always, to me, I, I'd always be running the risk of, of um, busting the clasp or whatever. I don't know. So then you're out that. But, um, so I like, I'm, you know, I'm going to buy the beads and like I said, I, I see that they're $15 for a string of beads. I'm like, that is insane. There is no way that I'm buying these beads for $15 a piece, probably $22 when everything's all said and done for tax. So I'm like, hey, I'm sure somebody's made some and I'm going to make my own and it's going to be even better because I, I've made it with my own two hands and I can craft these beads to mean whatever I want it to mean and they can look however I want them to look and yes so that's what I'm doing going to Walmart buying some string and some beads and we're gonna make some waist beads if you want some waist beads you can let me know you can go to my Instagram at the awkward mom a w k w y r d m o m underscore podcast and let me know i can send something out to somebody that would be cool to do a little project um so okay so that's part of what i'm doing and i was cleaning up today and if this is completely unrelated to what i was talking about in the beginning i apologize like i don't know why it's probably like the ADD brain that bounces from thing to thing. So something that, the reason why I picked this up and started to decide to make an entry is because I like, oh yeah, I was talking about our house was trashed after Christmas. Wrapping paper, plastic, like cardboard, toys. It was a, it was crazy. I have a friend, a family friend's kid sleeping over, uh, and, um, so at the end of the night last night, it was even worse. So then, you know, go to bed, whatever, wake up. And, uh, I'm like, today I am owning this house and we're getting this under control. So I cleaned up everything from stem to stern and, uh, yeah. So cool thing is, is like, I was like thinking to myself, like, wow, you really busted your ass today. And that's pretty great. Like normally for me to clean up, it's like, ugh. but I just was in the zone today and I did some great work and the house is still clean and everybody's thankfully respecting it and keeping it clean. And, uh, I want to tell you all of this because it's really, really, really important that we be sure to acknowledge when we've done something really great. No matter how minimal it seems to you, us, it's important that we celebrate it any way. It's so important because 
I feel like when you don't acknowledge, no matter how small, but if you don't acknowledge that you've done something great, you're just kind of telling yourself, like, no matter what I do, nothing's ever good enough and nothing's important enough. Or my bar is set higher for my own, for myself and, and, um, and nothing, it doesn't matter if I don't reach this bar, I haven't done good today. I haven't done anything good today. And, um, and that's defeating. And that's, I think a big reason why there's we get depressed a lot or anxious and um, there are so many people so many people like already willing to criticize us and give us a hard time or be analytical why are we going to do that to ourselves why do we have to add that baggage on top of that like there's already people willing to do that to you boo like you don't need to add that your your own baggage on top of that why are you making their job easier like you know what I mean um in this book that I had talked about in the last podcast there was some sort of there was a way of looking at um approval from and criticism from others like I'm pretty sure it was that book it might have been I feel like it might be something else though but I don't I'm not sure But basically what it was saying is you can safely assume, like if you wanted to kind of give yourself a break, you can assume that half of, half the people in the world or the people that you meet aren't going to like you or have something to criticize about you or whatever. But you know, you rest assured the other half do like you and are here for everything you have to bring to the table and you should let that kind of give you a room to breathe and not and and let yourself off the hook because you already know like half the people that you meet you don't have to work hard to impress because they're already going to have an opinion about who you are, what you are, what you believe in, even if they're wrong, um, they're already going to have that thought. So it's easier to kind of, for me, after hearing that, to keep that in mind, that I don't have to work as hard to try to make people like me or not, or worry about other people's criticism. Kind of leads into another point where it's like, Um, and it's something I'm still trying to do work on, which is being misunderstood. It's, you're going to be misunderstood a lot and it's finding peace with that, which is huge. If you can just somehow reconcile that within yourself that people are just not going to have the right idea about you and they're not going to have the whole story and they might not have any of the story and just still formulate opinions about the situation or who you are or whatever you got to just it's really difficult too because I I always thrive on pleading my case like I feel like I always want to be understood And I'm sure everybody does. Maybe some people, you know what? No, some people genuinely have it to where it's like, you don't like me. You think this about me. 
good for you. And for those people, it's like, I'm trying to elevate to that level because it's true. Like, you can't go around pleasing everybody. You can't go around walking on eggshells to make sure that nobody gets upset with you. That's that's virtually impossible anyway. Like, people are just going to be upset with you. People are going to be uh, uh, feel some type of way about you. And there's not really much you can do about that. Perfect strangers people that you've known for a long time it doesn't it doesn't matter <clears throat> so for the people that have that know that and are like yeah I don't care then I'm like dude that's awesome like you should have that peace of mind you should have that freedom and I'm getting there too like especially this past week I've been really trying to let go of a lot of things that I cannot control And that's another thing that's huge. And if you can do that, it's extremely powerful because honestly, there's not much that you can control. The only thing you can control is what's going on internally within you. And I'm not trying to say that because I know like some people deal with depression and anxiety. I feel like I have some sort of anxiety. It's so common now. I can virtually say everybody has anxiety. Maybe not, but... Most of the time, that's what it seems like. But um, it's not easy to mask these things or just be like, oh, I'm happy now. Like, I'm not. I don't care. But um, what it is easy to do is kind of analyze your situation and see if what's going on with it around you is worth working up working yourself up inside and most of the times I'm finding lately if I if I'm able to step back take a look at what's going on do I need to elevate whatever feelings inside do I have to take it to another level most of the time it's no because there's really nothing in my in our especially now when we can't go anywhere we can't see anybody We can, but you know what I mean? Like, most of the time it's not whatever. And, and like, a big thing is, like, for me was, like, oh, so-and-so is upset with me. Or I I don't want to upset this person. And you really have to stop worrying about that. It's really hard, too, because especially loved ones and people you look up to or care about. Like, you don't want these people being angry with you. But, again, as I said earlier, there's not really much you can do about that. Sometimes things happen or sometimes it's a matter of being your own advocate. If something is going on or it doesn't have to be a negative thing, but if there's just something you're not here for or, you know, if you just aren't really trying to be a part of something, it is okay to to say no. And nobody, you don't even really, you don't even have to explain yourself. You don't have to explain why your reason is valid enough that it doesn't even need an explanation. It took me a long time to learn this. I remember, like I've said in past episodes about being on PTO, which I initially loved and turned out, ended up hating. And, um, I stuck around out of guilt and I stuck around out of the idea of being an involved parent in my child's school. And the biggest thing of all was I wanted Quinn to see and Dylan to see that I was there for them, that I was 
involved and I cared about what was going on. But just the things that were going on and honestly the sheer the sheer responsibility of of being a PTO parent was just something I don't want to I do not have any desire any longer to do at all. And I stuck around and I was worried about saying to people, which is stupid. It's not stupid. I feel like all feelings are valid. So even the fact that I was afraid to say something, but I, which I have said to the president a couple of times and one at the end of before the end of last year, I pretty much was like, listen, I don't love this anymore and I can't continue to keep doing something I don't have my entire heart into and I, this is it. And um, and they could have been upset. They, could, they probably weren't. Like I said, I think most of the things we worry about isn't, don't come true or don't happen. But I was worried about it, and uh, if they were, even if they were upset, it doesn't matter. I don't owe, didn't owe anybody the explanation besides, I'm not happy doing this any longer. And so hopefully you can remember that as well. Like when you're, this, and the new year, I love January 1st. I love setting up new um, tradition or uh, resolutions and new goals for the new year. Even if they don't fucking make it, like it doesn't matter. Set something up for yourself to work on this year. People are like, I feel like people are, I ask people when I'm doing hair, do you have new year's resolutions? Do you have anything you're working towards? And most people are like, no. And, you know, whatever. But I think it's important. Like, it gives you hope for the new year. And even if you only make it two weeks in, fine. But at least you have that that goal, that, that drive to push you through the year. There was a, a statistic I had heard from, I think it was Optimal Living Daily Podcast. And one of and what they were saying was like the first 15 minutes you walk in the door from work from school wherever with your family or your partner whatever your pets your first 15 minutes of your of your interaction when you come home sets the tone for the rest of the night or the day whatever that's kind of what i see for setting new year's resolutions the first 15 days of your new year, if you have a drive and a goal in mind, I would wager that you're more inclined to come back if you fall off of a resolution. You're more inclined to come back to it mid-year, even the end of the year. It doesn't really matter when you come back. The, what matters is that you did that. You did come back, whatever you're working on. Then maybe if you're just like, don't have any sites for the year and just decide to start picking something up. I just feel like you will remember that you started the year off with in a in a positive light. I love the weekend. Um, so I was thinking about uh, first off, I'm glad that I was listening to the playback of my the last segment and I'm really happy about like really happy that you got to hear the Scots in there 
I love that song. It is so good and uh, it just made me happy that you can hear that in the background. And I was actually kind of, it's, I wonder, like I had to like research basically recently about uh, copyright infringement and it's interesting because if you're making any sort of anything and you're putting it out here on the internet and you're doing things, you have to like worry about that now, especially with how creative everybody's trying to be right now. Like, you sneeze the wrong way and people are like, you're going to jail. Like, so apparently there's like all these different like indirect and direct copyright infringement. There's actually something else. I forget what it's called, but it's kind of like what's happening, is, what happened in, in the last segment where it's like the radio is playing in the background, but can it be considered copyright? Uh, is it something where you, there's scenes that cut back and forth to the music? Uh, is it garbled music? All that, all that, all that comes into play. I do not own the rights to The weekend and any of his songs, nor do they own the rights to the Scots song. So I don't know if I have to even say that. Who knows? I don't know. I'm pretty happy that uh, I was surprised that my last, not the one I just posted, but the, the, the podcast episode before that blew up. Initially, when I see, when I release an episode, I can see listens trickle in. And there are more, when I initially upload, there are more now than there were, you know, obviously when I was first starting. So like beginning, it was like, one or two a week okay now it's like 10 instantly and um i had opened it up and i had 116 listens on there i was like holy crap that's the most i've had ever so what i want to do is i want to talk about i would love to talk about okay i'm going to be real and it's really hard because uh, it's hard because I'm like admitting something about myself. So like, I really want to interview people, but I'm afraid to interview people. Like, I just, ugh, I don't know. It's so awkward. I feel like, like, ugh, I hate even thinking about it. But what I do want to do is, is like on here, you can like leave a message. You can leave a voice message. Nobody hears you except for me. I can submit it to the show, but I don't have to necessarily do that. So if there's something you want to talk about, like have a conversation about, if you leave me like a question or, or something, no matter what it is, uh, I can, I can talk about, I can leave it anonymous. I can say who's, you know, I can give credit to the to the, the to the person who's bringing the question whatever I I think that would be fun so if anybody wants to do that feel free in the anchor app I will say that you have to go to anchor.fm there to leave a message but actually I don't know now because Spotify or yeah Spotify bought anchor out so Maybe there's a function to do it in the Spotify app. I don't know. I just know it's on the Anchor app. So, um, yeah. So I got my beads, picking up some pizza. And, uh, yeah, I'm...
excited because we're going to Taylor Street. We haven't been to Taylor Street in a long time. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? That could be a question if you want to tell me. Um, the, 2021 is my financial year. This is when I'm really hunkering down and putting extreme focus on finances and building wealth. And uh, so I have, which I'm grateful because it's been actually growing, even though I haven't been there. I used to work for Chase and I have a 401k still sitting over there. Shame on me. Because shame on me because I could have contributed to contributed to that damn thing and really grown it throughout the whole entire time I've been gone from there which has been since 2012 so it kind of makes me sick to think about how I've left it over there at the same time in my defense uh, I kind of just opened that thing like I wasn't financially versed I feel like a lot of people don't really I mean unless you're seeking personal finance I feel like you're not you might not know I don't know. I'm speaking for myself. I don't know shit about finance. I just like picked, I picked random things. I was like, sure, throw it in there, build that 401k. And I just started paying into it. I didn't know what I was buying. I didn't know whatever. I'm probably funding Jeff Bezos's ass unbeknownst to me, but who knows? Uh, so I have, one thing I, I'm learning. So now I'm learning. Now that you're in your 30s and you actually have to care about surviving past your 60s. Especially when we're going to get screwed out of Social Security probably. Um, so now I'm starting to like care. And aside from obviously. Aside from paying into savings accounts for my kids. That's like a no brainer. So, <clears throat> But in caring about myself. So like. There's this, oh my God, there's this podcast you guys have to listen to. It's called, uh, it's Ted, it's by Ted. It's, it's like starter kit or life kit or something kit. But this, I've only listened to one episode so far, but it has been, it is, it say, it literally saved my, my ass within a day of listening to it. So it gives you just these little life tips that everybody should know and it helps you out. So one was about personal finance and investing. So I have stash account where I just invest in um, those mini like market uh, investments. Uh, they're called flex. It's called something. See, I don't even know. what I know what it's called, but I, I don't remember. But uh, so I have that. But then also, like, I had Edward Jones accounts for my kids. And I was going to open a Roth IRA. Okay. So, in this episode, it talks about the fee structure when you're looking for an IRA, a 401k, I think mostly Roth IRA. And what a Roth is compared to a traditional IRA. So, a traditional IRA you pay taxes when you withdraw the money, I believe. Okay, one of them you pay taxes when you withdraw the money. One of them may tax you already. I think the Roth IRA is when you're already taxed. That way, when you go to withdraw your money at the end of the term, you don't have to pay anything. Um, so... It was like the fee structure is that most places will charge you between five and seven percent. 
No. One to three percent. I don't even know if it goes up to three percent, but it, so. But the return on your IRA invest or investments can be anywhere to five to seven percent. So when most people are hearing, oh my, like my fee at uh, Edward Jones was like one point three percent. And so most people who aren't financially savvy, like me, here I'm thinking like, oh damn, oh, 1%, sign me up for that. Unbeknownst to, me, unbeknownst to me, until I listened to this episode, if you're getting a return of only 7%, that's a lot of money that they're going to be taking out of your investments at the end of it. That's a lot. This is like, this is a lot. So... After hearing, I listened to the episode, I heard that, I'm like, oh, damn. And there's, they they recommended a financial company, which is, I guess, a non-for-profit. It's called Avant? Advent? No. Vanguard. Vanguard. And they give you super low rates. I have now... A, I have a high yield savings account for my taxes because I'm like, somebody gave that tip on YouTube. Like if you get a high yield savings account and then you're a, a, a 1099, you just throw your taxes, tax money in there. It also compounds and you've made money while also saving your money for taxes. So FYI. But I go, I'm banking at this place called Ally Investments and Ally Banking. Phenomenal best banking company. It's awesome. I even like the point that when you call in to speak to a representative, you get somebody quickly, but also they're like, have a recording like, um, you're calling ally. Like, just be patient. If you hear a dog or a barking dog or a kid in the background, just understand that basically the times we're living in, everybody's working from home. And it's like, that's so empathetic to their employees because I haven't, that is the only place I've ever heard that. I call Chase, I call uh, like T-Mobile, I call just all these different companies, my internet company, nobody has said, bear with my um, our employees, they're humans too, they're trying to make it, they don't want to be doing this, they normally wouldn't it, be in this ideal situation, they probably wouldn't be working from home if it wasn't for COVID, so give them a break. And that's huge, because the customer's always right. Uh, well, yeah, the customer's always right uh, mentality is very strong. And uh, I believe in it. But sometimes customer's always right does not mean be an asshole to people who are not only probably struggling like you, but helping you out when you're struggling or whatever answer you're trying to get. So I just thought it was really cool. But anyway, I opened an IRA Roth IRA account and their fee was like 0.3% or 0 or 30 percent 0.3% or something something small definitely smaller than the 1.3 I had um it was like sign me up so yeah so now my goal is 2021 we're trying to make money here we trying to live out here in 2021 and not scrape if any if you glean anything from this corona it's it okay if i have get a trade and if your trade is still expendable get a better one 
get your get your money right. You know, when I was on unemployment, they were handing out the fat ass checks, and I'm like, this is gonna be a hot mess coming December, especially with Christmas. We're gonna be struggling out here in winter 2020. 2021 save that money and I did and it's damn good that I did because I really had to I really had to utilize it so save money and this is gonna happen again it might not be as severe like cuz like think about it I'm 34 okay 2008 we had our last recession that wasn't that long ago okay and here we are now because of a pandemic and here we are again in an even bigger recession. This, it, it, we need to understand that the markets and stuff and the economy is just not this thing that's just going to keep on ticking and nothing happens to it. Even if we live in great old America, like we are blessed to be in a country and have a lot of, um, like when you're looking at the grand scheme of things and you're looking at third world countries, we definitely, this country is amazing and we're lucky and we're blessed but at the same time, it doesn't mean we are absolved from from pain and and turmoil. We are we, you know, nothing is static. Everything is cyclical, yin and yang. Nothing lasts forever. Things are going to be really great, and then things are going to be really bad. They might be meh, and end up to be kind of bad. Who knows? Point is, you gotta like. I'm like trying to get my like financial game unlocked. So. Invest, save for the future, save, save, save. Um, another thing is like where I shop. That has been an eye opener. I used to like go to Target all the time. It used to be my jam. It still is my jam. I do love Target. But when I sit here and I look at the prices, and in this is nothing new, right? Like the price of of a, a price of anything. What a, a package of socks at Target is probably two to three dollars more than it is at Walmart. And then it was also looking at things like, okay, craft supplies. If I need paintbrushes, am I going to go to Michael's where paintbrushes might be $7 a package? Or if, or for a kid's painting project, why don't I just go to the dollar store where it's a literal dollar? Like it's, and it, it took till now to go to the dollar store to buy because I don't know. I just never went in there. I just was always at, at Target or wherever else. And uh, now it's like, dude, why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? When you can get... And they have some... Dollar General, don't be sleeping on Dollar General, y'all. They are fantastic. Oh, it looks like my pizza's ready. Somebody just left. BRB. So the eagle has landed. The old man is in the outhouse. The pizzas are secure in the back seat. Let's pray that I don't, they don't slide off my seat and crash into the floor. I've done that before and it was disappointing, but it was still tasty. That's when I was popping off on cheese on the regular and there's this pizza called the white pizza at Chicago Pizza Authority, CPA. If you have not had the pleasure do yourselves a favor and hop on over there. So I used to get it at um, and bring it to um, work when I worked at Haircuttery in Streamwood and everybody was like, oh damn. And then my coworker Jamie 
girl changed the game on us and threw some spinach on there. Let me fill you in real quick. It is, uh, it is feta cheese, feta, I'm pretty sure. Yes. With mozzarella, with diced tomatoes, with an olive oil sauce. Oh my God. From the gods. And then she threw that spinach and she's like, Hit it with some spinach, and oh my god, it just made it so much better. I can't even explain why. Try it. If you know where a CPA is, ask for the white pizza. Anyway, that's another thing. That brings me to my next point, because I was thinking about this as I ended Jordan called me. Um, I need to stop. We need to stop. We, it's not just me. We need to slow our roll on ordering out. That is probably where a lot of our money goes. And honestly, this year is the first year we've ever been eating like out like this. We normally never order fast food. We are always cooking at home and we still do now, but I have never eaten out as much as I have in 2020. Like, and I definitely will totally 110% blame it on the pandemic because I'm going to do that because, uh, yeah, it's totally its fault. I mean, they did really push, like, ordering from home. Don't go out and get dinner. Don't eat at a restaurant. Call your local Uber driver and have them bring you a fat-ass burrito from your local burrito joint. And uh, social distancing. For the sake of social distancing. But, um, uh, yeah, it's totally our fault. Like, we could totally not have eaten out as much as we did so uh my goal is to cut eating out down significantly because when i think about as much money as we spent on eating out it's a lot of money and uh yeah so this pizza's piping hot though and i'm going to bring it in the kids are starving jordan's probably hungry so we gonna tear it up So it is now 8.07 p.m. And I'm uh, just kind of listening back to my previous episodes, well, segments, because, you know, I just pick it up and, and go talk about stuff. So I'm just kind of like listening in because I'm like, man, I got to get this going out. Like I did good in recording right after my last episode I'm like I'm gonna get it uploaded the week after it'll be my like New Year's episode and nope it is now the third week of January so second week I don't know what is time anymore but it's funny because I was listening back about how I was talking about the pizza that that we got which was phenomenal and uh I just wanted to, like, okay, let's see how I've done, how we've done. Um, since then. Okay, so we've been doing good. And actually, it's funny because, like, Jordan can't figure out anything to make for dinner. So he's like, can we, we should, do you want, do you want little Caesars? Do you want whatever and I'm like no man I gotta be me like if anybody like me no I'm trying to lose weight like I'm like I gotta stay focused I can't and like if you're ordering a normal pizza from Little Caesars it's cool right 
But because we don't eat cheese and stuff, and we order like a vegan pizza, it's just lackluster because it's just like eating cardboard with veggies on it. And <clears throat> most of the time, it comes like a like a soggy dough. It is it's gross. It's like chewing gum or something with some marinara sauce and some onions and and peppers thrown on. Most of the time it's undercooked and or they will throw cheese on it. So I'm like, why, you know, even the last time like before the pizza we got in, in the other segment like months ago, the last little Caesar pizza I had, I'm like, dude, why 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 are we ordering this still? Every single time we order, it's never right. And you know what? I'm not going to be like that person who's like, you know, I remember working at Culver's and, uh, there was this, which we would now call a Karen, this lady, she like, I think it was when we first opened up, maybe it was like the week after. And this lady does the standard eating all but a quarter of the cheeseburger and then taking it back and complaining. So she pulled that. And actually, it's funny because, you know, the whole customer saw his right mentality. Yeah, my manager was not even about that. Uh, he ended up calling her an effing fat something or other. And I was like, oh, damn. But, um, you know, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to continue to order from somewhere and then complain to them that it's not right. Because it's like, you know what, then you need to stop eating there. Or you need to make your own pizza or whatever. So, like, today, I'm like, nah, man, like, I'm not, not doing that. Number one, I'm trying to lose weight. Number two, I'm trying to save my money. And number three, it's never right. Or it's just not worth it. You know, it's not worth the calories. It's not worth the money. It's not, you know, Little Caesars Pizza is, is like, good sleepover pizza, right? Your kids are having a sleepover. You got to feed, like, 70 kids on the low. Boom. Little Caesars Pizza. That's, that's about where that bar is at. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm like, no, man, like I'm good. And I feel bad because he can't think of anything for dinner. It's like, I don't, I'm going to the gym now, so I'm not going to be there cooking. So we'll see what happens when I get home. But I'm excited because I have been really doing this weight loss thing. I've started working out and trying to lose weight so many times only to be defeated and um, let down and discouraged so many times. But this time around, I'm really trying to refocus my thinking around losing weight and really committing to doing it the right way, like in my mind, like being healthier. And I know I've talked about this many, many times. I think the last episode I talked about weight loss and um, just really trying to eat eat homemade meals and cook lunch and actually make clean meals. And so far I've been doing pretty decent cutting out alcohol. You know, I'm only drinking about one or two drinks a week where before it would be easy for me to drink maybe four drinks a week or what, four or five drinks a week. But I have noticed that carbs really like to attach themselves to me. 
especially in the midsection area where most people get like the beer belly. That's kind of what I experienced. So I'm like, that's another thing where I'm like, dude, it's not worth it. Is it worth it? No, it's not. It's not worth it because just from drinking alone, that is just from stopping or dr drastically cutting back, I notice already an immediate difference. And um, mentally too, like not even just, you know, weight on the weight aspect, but also mentally and how alcohol kind of messes with your brain. Not kind of, it does. So I got some nice um, workout gear for Christmas for my mother and my in-laws. And uh, so I can run outside in the snow. That's going to be fun. And I uh, started going back to the gym. That's on my way, where I'm on my way now. And uh, I'm considering getting Apple Fitness. Uh, but it is another subscription. Everything's a subscription these days. You just have to. So I'm, I'm on the fence. Because I already have Daily Burn. So it's like six in one, half dozen in the other. Like, it's kind of... And I used to get down about... Um, not being able to lose weight, but then I see people of all ages doing it. And I'm like, wait a minute. If, if these people are doing it and some of them are older than I am, there's no reason why I cannot lose weight. I'm just not holding myself accountable. So, um, it's, it's holding myself accountable and pushing past fear because a lot of, um, a lot of my I feel like shortcomings are all based around fear in regards to working out. And um, it's like acknowledging that I, you know, when, when I'm doing a workout and it's really challenging and then I surpass that, it's like taking, taking note and celebrating that which then encourages me to do better. So if you guys are trying to lose weight, I don't know. Some people are. Some people are like, this is who I am. And this is this might be the way I'm supposed to look. And I think that's totally good too. And I don't think there's any wrong way to look. Um, I just know what makes me feel good about myself. But if you guys are trying to lose weight, just know that... You definitely have it within you to do it. It's just kind of trying to find the excitement in pushing yourself past your your breaking points, your self-doubt, your mental chatter. I was doing, um, I was talking to somebody uh, and, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, the, the human brain is amazing. It is capable of so much. There's so many things that we can do, but at the same time, it can be your worst enemy. I mean, the things that the human mind can create up, it's almost, it's crazy. It can be downright evil. And if you can find a way to acknowledge these thoughts that are defeating, and this goes beyond weight loss, right? Like if, if you can like, if you can look past any, anything you're giving yourself a hard time on, you can acknowledge, okay, I see this, you know, this is what I'm thinking right now, um, duly noted, and uh, I'm just going to choose not to believe that. 
it took me a long time to kind of understand that. It was it's not been till recently till I finally have understood that myself with I you know, I've been doing self-help and like motivation stuff for years. Years and it and and when I think, yeah, I got it. I still have these times where I'm just defeated and and lose focus of my goal. And I don't know if that's happened to you guys, but ultimately, I think that that's always going to be. You'll always feel that way. Um, It's just having a backup plan when those thoughts arise and figuring out how to counter uh, those negative thoughts. I, you know, like, I don't know. So... We got this, right? I'm, I am confident in 2021. I have a great feeling about it. I think it's going to be a great year. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, everybody. That is the end of the episode. I think I need to cut it out right here. And, uh... Yeah, thank you so much for listening again. I have a wonderful surprise coming up. Um, I know I asked a lot of you to wish me luck, but I don't want to say anything too much because in February, I will be posting the good news, what I think is good news. I've had, it was uh, something that was very, made me very nervous, but you know, once I got in the swing of doing it, it felt comfortable. So I hope I can continue to do more of these things, but that will be coming up very, very soon. So I just pulled into the gym parking lot and, um, I just want to say thank you for listening. If we have, if I have any new listeners, I know my last episode got a lot of listens, so thank you. And, um, Yeah, uh, I will see you here very shortly because I'm going to start after this recording a new episode. So I'm hoping to stay consistent. So where can you find me? Um, I have an Instagram called The Awkward Mom Podcast. Same spelling. The Awkward Mom, A-W-K-W-Y-R-D underscore podcast on Instagram. That's been kind of dormant because I've been on my sister account, Curiosity Prism, P-R-Y-S-M. And I've been functioning on Curiosity Prism as Curiosity Prism more than I have been on The Awkward Mom. I wish there was a way I could combine accounts because I would like to ultimately do that. And I wonder if I should change the name to Curiosity Prism. But I don't know now because I've given my information out recently to a lot of people. So that might be difficult, but I don't know. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Hit me up on Instagram. I TikTok too. And it's a lot of fun. And if you want to see those videos there, you can hop on over there. My name there is uh, Curiosity Prism. And sometime soon, actually, I'm going to be doing some YouTube reviews because I got, I got one, I got a, 
a workout bra in the mail, which I want to do a review on because I'm excited to get it. Uh, I was excited to get it and it was important for me to get this type of bra. So I do want to do a review on that, but I don't have any videos up, but it is Curiosity Prism on YouTube. And there's another thing I have coming in the mail that I haven't received yet that I do want to do a review on and I'm really jazzed about. It's going to help me cut out caffeine and coffee. So we'll see what that is going to entail. Um, but yeah, I hope you're living your best life. I hope 2021 is treating you nicely so far. I hope uh, everybody's safe and healthy. I will see you next time here on the Awkward Mom Podcast. Love you guys. Bye-bye.